The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this podcast. My name is Andrew Lenz, and I am the host of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay, where we talk about pop culture, and I talk about how it relates to me in different other lifestyle things from just a wide variety of topics. It's a really great show, and you should listen to it. We're BICP Radio Network, uh, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. So, you know, check it out if you like what you hear today. Today I have... I compiled a list of movies and video games. I do also enjoy toys and TV shows a lot. I would have to say those are my four major things. But today I just did movies and uh, video games. And it's everything from 1985 to 1995. And just kind of how what I really enjoyed about them as a kid. And still enjoy about them real quick. So I hope you enjoy this. And let's get started. So starting with 1985, uh, two movies that always stand out to me. Uh, those years that were released were uh, Back to the Future, great movie, time travel, everything else, just fun, exciting, always near and dear to my heart. And The Goonies, what an adventure. An adventure and everything else goes along with it. Kids getting into trouble. Uh, Misfit Kids, not the most popular, you know, just a great bunch of kids. It, it, it's something that every kid can relate to. Back to the Future, I mean, who didn't like time travel, crazy scientists, and great ideas? Uh, the, the video game, as you can see by the graphic before this, was Paperboy. Paperboy always stood out to me in any arcade. I did not have it on a home console, but in the arcade it was great because... It was one of those games that was different because it wasn't a joystick. It was actual bike, like bicycle handles. So it was always great to play. And those three things, kind of in a nutshell, are things that I really, that really meant to me that came out in 1985. Really, really great. Everything. I can't say enough about Back to the Future. Or the Goonies, just great adventures, great characters, and everything else. Who doesn't love Marty McFly? He was just an average guy, and the Goonies were just average kids. Plus two, I'm a little brother, and I hated Bran. He was very, very mean to him. Not nice at all. But that's 1985, Back to the Future, the Goonies, and Paperboy. As we move on to 1986, uh, we're looking at the two movies that kind of stood out to me when I was doing research for this. You know, as a kid, you don't really check out dates. But two movies were Ferris... One, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, great, because as a kid, I thought that's what every day in high school is going to be like. You know, you just hang out. He was a little bit different than the other ones. He was more of a popular guy as... Uh, the secretary said he was a cool, righteous dude. And it was just a great story. You know, friends going out. Um, growing up, I was a little bit more of a Cameron. Uh, I have a friend named Dave. He was more of a Ferris, a little bit more daring. 
type guy. The next movie is Transformers the movie from 1986. It's a cartoon movie. That stood out to me due to the fact that I got to see people, a cartoon on the big screen, which was absolutely amazing. It was super awesome. Uh, sad part about it, Optimus Prime died. Did not like it. Uh, just not a good thing. I don't like to talk about it. Almost like he was a part of me, but if you're a kid from the 80s and you watch Transformers, you understand that that was gun Uh The video game is The Legend of Zelda. And that stood out to me because I thought it was so cool. Uh, it was open world. It was a very action-adventure game. Open world, shooting out the sword and everything else, finding fairies, going through dungeons. It was just an amazing adventure. And for a kid, who doesn't want to go on an adventure? Uh, my older brothers always go towards more sports games, but I always wanted Zelda. Plus two was a gold cartridge. Who didn't want a gold cartridge? And that is why I did not have that game as a kid, but I own it today and I still play it. Next, we're going to move on to 1987. Uh, two movies that came out that year that uh, always stay put in my mind is, excuse me while I just adjust these glasses here, uh, is Spaceballs and Robocop. Uh, Spaceballs parody of Star Wars, just great overall. Um, I was born in 82, so I wasn't around too much for the Star Wars craze. I have an older brother that was, but I never got to see Star Wars in the same capacity. So this was kind of like Star Wars, but not. And it, it was just funny and a little bit crazy. I didn't get a lot of the jokes, some of the jokes until I got older. But it's really great, real great Mel Brooks movie. The next one is RoboCop. RoboCop stands out to me because I wanted to be a cop when I was little. Um, that did not come to happen, but uh, when Alex Murphy gets murdered, I could say that, just shot to crap in that movie. That That's going to stand out in a little boy's mind. Um, but how cool RoboCop was, the way he walked and the robotics and the gun coming out of the side and it was like an automatic pistol. It was just crazy, crazy awesome. Uh, I have two games this time. One is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, which, come on, it's Mike Tyson, it's Punch-Out, fun game, not just an average boxing game, a little bit of a puzzle made you think. You had a... Uh, react to clues throughout the game to defeat each character. So overall, just a great game. The other one is a very lesser-known game in 3D World Runner. Uh, I chose this because this is the first game that I got as a kid for the Nintendo, other than, you know, the pack in Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. So, you know, that, that still always stands out to me in my mind because it's like my first actual nintendo game that didn't come with the nintendo so i mean it was it was definitely definitely awesome so uh those are two and it was a very simple game if i want to get into it, it's almost like a pre-temple run you're just running you could get rockets and stuff like that but you know that's what stood out in my mind in 1987 
So now we're on to 1988, and the two movies that come to mind that I saw that really stood out to me from 1988 is Coming to America. Great movie. Just <laughs> if you don't like Coming to America, you don't. You, then I don't understand how you could like not like movies or anything else. Just a great, great, great movie. Um, funny, you know, as a kid. You get the little bit of nudity in there, and then the whole, your royal penis is washed there. So, you know, that kind of stood out, and it was just funny, a great story. Uh, almost a rom-com in a way, but not really. Um, and the other one is Die Hard. Uh, Bruce Willis, my mom watched Moonlighting, Moonlighting. So, you know, Bruce Willis always a little bit of part of my childhood there. But then here he is in Die Hard, and he's not your average... Or he's not average or normal action hero, but he's really cool, really great lines, everything else, running around with no shoes on and everything else. He's just awesome. Love Die Hard. And it is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Uh, my video game for that year is Double Dragon 2. Uh, Double Dragon 2 is kind of like my second game that I got. I remember buying it, uh, playing it a lot with my brother, Never got very far. I own it. Uh, I've rebought it uh, <laughs> as an adult because that's how much it meant to me. And, you know, it's one of those things that I enjoy a lot and I still enjoy. Uh, remember, my brother had to do the jump for me half of the time on the second level because I couldn't get that jump where you press A and B together. And now I do it for my kids. So, I mean, that's one of those things that stand out in my mind from that time period in 1988 i really enjoyed that stuff and let's go on to the next year so we're on to 1989 now and the two movies that stand out to me are uh first is the batman the movie G great movie it just overall great movie uh, what little kid didn't want to see Batman on the big screen? I got to see it in the theaters. I remember my dad taking me. I had the toys, get the Batcave. Everything with that movie was just awesome. Batman was awesome. Michael Keaton's my Batman, okay? He is, he is my Batman. Um, a lot of people may not say he's the best, but in my mind, Michael Keaton will always be Batman. Another great movie from that time that always stood out to me is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Going Through Time. I wonder if that's what started me. I, I do like history, so I'm wondering if that's something that started with me with history where I just started enjoying it. Um, it was always just great. Bill and Ted were just two cool guys going around, just trying to save their butt, trying to keep Ted out of military school and everything else. Just an awesome, great movie. I, I love that movie. I can't say it enough. Uh, I tried to get my daughter to watch it. She told me it was stupid. I don't think it's stupid. I think it's great. And I did not choose a video game for 1989. I chose pretty much a whole system, and that is the Game Boy. The Game Boy uh, changed my life as a child. It was the first video game system that I could actually say that I owned, and it wasn't shared by my brother or anything else. And I love my Game Boy. I have a Game Boy t-shirt. Uh, it's just the greatest thing in the world. Just being able to take that anywhere. I had the case. I had a case for it to take it around. Uh, I love the Game Boy. Um, uh, 
took it to when my cousin got baptized. I remember playing Tetris there. I took it to when I graduated from high school and I was playing Pokemon Yellow. That is how much I love the Game Boy. The Game Boy is always a big part of everything and probably is my favorite game system of all time just because of that. So we're all done with the 80s, and now we're on 1990. Um, really great. Two movies that stand out in my mind throughout that time, uh, and then the, the video game. First movie is Home Alone. Home Alone, amazing. Kevin McAllister just running around, foiling criminals, doing all that stuff. Every kid wanted to do that after that. You know, just set up a trap, catch criminals, do all that stuff. It was just an amazing story uh it's awesome it's probably other than die hard the only christmas movie that i could actually say that i'll watch all year round because it's just it's great it's great it's great it's great it's great it's great i can't say enough the next one is the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie i love tm tmnt so you know when that came out to into the movies uh I was there. I was there. I saw that all. Great movie. I uh, loved it. I can't say enough about it. Great little blending of almost the comic book and the cartoon and everything else. It was the Ninja Turtles and they were on the big screen. What what more can you say when it comes to anything else? Uh, video game is Super Mario Brothers 3. Because it was... I know Super Mario Bros. 2 is different, but that wasn't our Super Mario Bros. 2. If you ever know the story behind that, that's a great story. Because uh, there are two Super Mario Bros. 2, but I'm not going to get too much into that. Uh, but Super Mario Bros. 3 was great with the curtain and having all the different powers and frog suits and, you know, the raccoon tail and be able to fly and it was like a play and everything else, just great movies, and or great video games, sorry, that always will stand out in my mind. It's just amazing in every way. And I and that's another one that I own today. There's many that I own, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, like I said, and uh, 3D World Runner that I went back to. So, I mean, these are things that I really enjoyed that came out in 1990. So, now we're into 1991, and two movies that stand out in my mind that came out in 1991 is Hook, uh, Peter Pan ad ad adaptation, I would say. Just great. Robin Williams, perfect choice, I think, for that role and everything else and you know goes back to neverland and peter's old and fat and they got to get him into shape he's not the pan anymore but then they do and you know rufio dying just still gets to me to this day but i mean that that was just such a great awesome movie because peter pan is the ultimate kind of ultimate little boy so it was awesome the next one is don't tell mom the babysitter's dead uh i think that's not a critically acclaimed movie but you know when you're a little kid back in the 90s that was so cool babysitter dies sister needs to go out go do something cool and gets the job and covers it all up from the mother and everything else and you know it's got a great story uh, they look at it you know she's learning responsibility and everything else so, I mean, just, I'm doing quick nutshell stuff. 
But uh, the video game is Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, I play it for the two-point conversation every once in a while on live streams. And that game was amazing because that was the first football game where it actually had all the real players, all the teams, and players could get hurt, and you could substitute, and it kept stats, and um, just awesome. And you could look at things, and it, it was just an amazing video game. had a whole schedule and everything else. I can't. It's it's the greatest football game ever. I don't care what Madden comes out or what Madden can do. Tecmo Super Bowl is the greatest football video game of all time in my mind. So there they are. Hook, don't tell mom's baby babysitter's dead, and Tecmo Super Bowl. And let's keep this going. So here we are in 1992. Uh Two movies that stand out to me at this point in time. Uh, one is Wayne's World. Wayne's World was great. Uh, little kid watching SNL, you know, being able to stay up, and you see that Aurora, Illinois, and then <clears throat> almost kind of like the Ninja Turtles on the big screen. You wanted to see, you wanted to see everybody on the big screen, but this was really amazing. So, you know, it's just Wayne's World, great kind of story, funny, made you laugh. Made you want to be like Wayne and Garth. I love Wayne and Garth to this day. Just great, great movie. Uh, great SNL skit. And just great overall. The next one was Radio Flyer. Uh, this was kind of a lost movie for me. But this was really great. It always stood out to me because of... Uh, um, just the kids staying together. Um... And everything else and they're trying to get to fly away and get away from abuse and everything else just a very great heartwarming movie i love it a lot and i, I really need to rewatch it i think i need to rewatch it it was real great start i believe elijah woods is in it but a really great movie just really 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 great heartwarming video game is mortal kombat arcade Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, whatever. You had to play Mortal Kombat. The blood, everything else. I remember going to the arcade, Aladdin's Castle. And, you know, they would have the arcade. That was the arcade machine they had right in the front. Big line to play it. I didn't get a chance to really play it until Mortal Kombat 2 came out. All the older kids were doing it. But they had the TV monitor up top so you could see the action and watch everybody fight, go back and forth. Just an awesome, great game. Um, stands out to me big time at that time period. So that is my two movies and my video game for 1992. So 1993. Let's... Uh, if I... It's, it just seems like a lot of movies, a lot of great stuff happened then. I was told that by uh, by one of the other co-hosts, co-hosts of Retro Pop, Matt Johnson, and I kind of didn't believe him until I started doing research for this, and 1993 is great. Uh, but I did come up with two movies, and I did come up with a video game. Uh, first movie is Jurassic Park, Dinosaurs. I remember my grandmother giving us money, dropping us off at the movie theater, and going to see Jurassic Park. And it was mind-blowing special effects, the story, 
uh, the Raptor. I never saw a Raptor. I never even heard of a Raptor in my life until that point in time. And they were just so cool. Transaurus Rex coming to life and everything else. It was just, it, it's amazing. It's very visual and impactful for a kid. Uh, great storytelling for an adult. And it, it combines the best of both things. My next movie is, I would have to say, my all-time favorite sports movie. If not, it's it's definitely top three. <laughs> not top five, top three. It's The Sandlot. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say they don't like The Sandlot. Uh, this movie can relate to the smallest of child, to the oldest of adult, throughout the whole entire time. It, another great storytelling, great friends. Makes you bring back memories, because I used to go out and play baseball with my friends, or go play sports, or run the neighborhood. <clears throat> and stuff like that when summertime came. And it was really, really great. So The Sandlot has always got another piece in my heart. Uh, the video game is Star Fox. Star Fox was uh, another visually impactful with the poly with like the polygon graphic and almost 3D. And you're just flying through, blasting things. It's a game that I own today. I made sure I rebought it because that's how great it was. I did not own it as a kid. But I bought it as an adult. That's how much it meant to me. And uh, if you check out the channel, I've played it a couple of times. I've gone pretty far, but, you know, I'm working on it. But other than that, Star Fox. Just great graphics, great story, just mind-blowing for the time. And that's 1993. So here we are. We only have two more years left. 1994 and 1995, but 1994. Two movies that stand out to me and my video game. Uh, first movie is my favorite movie of all time, Forrest Gump. Uh, I remember I just broke my foot and I had a cast and my mom thought it was funny because I had a cast and Forrest Gump had braces. And, you know, I watched the movie and it was just a great story of this guy who was just... He, not even average, just he fell into things, right place, right time, and just didn't care, went with the flow, and just always was himself, never changed, never did anything, just very impactful story, and impacted many, many people's lives through, throughout the movie. You know, it's just a great, great movie. Uh, my wife refuses to watch it with me, because when she does, I can recite pretty much every single line from the movie so that's it with that one my next one is ace ventura pet detective uh two reasons jim carrey love jim carrey on a living color and the second one dan marino was in it i'm a dolphins fan who doesn't love dan marino if you're a dolphins fan and you had that together with a great story and everything else and great jokes you know i don't do humans and just jim carrey being off the wall and it was kind of his first breakout hit so, I mean, that stands out to me big time. My video game for 1994 is He's on Fire NBA Jam. Just that great two-on-two -two, uh, basketball game. I remember playing the arcade and that's, you know, Shaq came out and you got to be Shaq. And you could dunk and do all this stuff. He wasn't in the video games, which were a little weird. He was only in the arcade game. But everything else, I mean, that was that was awesome. He's on fire and boom shakalakas and, you know, trying to pick the best team to play with. Chicago Bulls. Uh, a little drop there. I mean, but that's, that is 1994 for me.
here we are on the last and final year of 1995. Uh, a little bit older now, a little bit older, almost about 13. Um, <clears throat> but here's movies that are always stuck in my heart from this time with the video game. First movie is Toy Story. Toy Story is my favorite Pixar movie of all time. It is the best. It's toys. I love toys, like I kind of mentioned in the beginning. I did not put them on this list. Uh, I'm planning on doing show on this one and everything else to elaborate more. But it's just great. It's a great, great story about a little boy. Because I remember getting a new toy. You know, you get a new toy and then the other toys kind of go off to the side. And it kind of made you feel like all toys need to be played with. Because you don't want them to feel left out. So, I mean, very impactful. Tom Hanks, another Tom Hanks movie. Tom Hanks is my favorite actor. And that was awesome. My next one is Tommy Boy. A little bit different there. Uh, Tommy Boy always stood out to me because uh, I was always a bigger guy. And my friend Dave used, was a little short-haired blonde guy. And, you know, we kind of looked like Chris Farley and David Spade together. You know, he... Just, it was awesome. Chris Farley was great. I loved SNL, as I mentioned before, with the Wayne's World. So you get to see Chris Farley act and do all the other things. You know, fat guy in a little coat. Or, uh, does this tie make me look fat? No, your face does. Just great things. Dan Aykroyd's in it. Who doesn't love Dan Aykroyd? Brian Dennehy. And, shockingly, being a kid from the 80s, it was the first time I kind of saw Bo Derek. So it was very good. Rob Lowe. It's just a great movie, great underdog story. This guy fights back and everything else. My video game from this time period is Chrono Trigger. I'm not a big RPG guy, but Chrono Trigger is amazing to me. I still remember when my uh, friend uh, Mike, you know, he had it. He started playing it, and I was watching him play with the visual effects and everything else and the story, and you get to change the characters' names. And everything else was just very impactful to me. And to this day, I, I don't own the Super Nintendo cartridge. That's a little on the expensive side. But what I do own is uh, the PlayStation 1 Remastered, which is very cool because it has some good cutscenes in it. But Chrono Trigger, awesome story, and the variety of different endings you could have. That blew my mind. How could a video game have different endings? It's kind of norm now, but back then, that wasn't the norm. But that is 1995 for me, and this is the end of my time here with the PodCon. And I just want to tell you right now that if you enjoyed what you listened to, I hope to elaborate more on this uh, in a show. But I'm Andrew Lenz for Let's Talk But No Politics. Okay, you can catch me uh, new episodes every Sunday on the BICP Radio Network, uh, Spotify, and iTunes. And I just want to say thank you all for watching this podcast and have a safe and wonderful Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? 
Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hamsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think that was, they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.